everyone, uh, welcome to another episode of our Footy Fantasy Podcast. Uh, we have a crack team here. We brought them back. Solid squad. EJ, joining our friends and uh, T-shirt. Thanks for coming. I know, although she's not really our friend. Mr. Choco. <laughs> Thanks for coming out. Always. It's always Peace. a pleasure to have you. And uh, like, like everybody can see today. Same here. Same here. Uh, I'm representing, um, I like to call it Atam, Atam FC. That's who I represent today. Any team against Moreiro. And that's why I have my name, my, my name called Istanbul. <laughs> For that three zero to three three comeback, <laughs> that's also one of my one of my members of, of our club at FC. If anybody wants to join, feel free to join us. We're here. You know, <laughs> send me an email, ila at gmail.com. At FC, it's a free membership club. <laughs> Anything against Mourinho. So today's a good day for me. That's that's I'm drinking, drinking my water. Happy that you know Mourinho got paid back. He's, he's the myth we've had for so many years. Oh, a Mario team cannot lose 3 0. A Mario team cannot, cannot, cannot lose a five goal lead, a three goal lead. It happened today within our very, very, very old eyes. So it's, today is a good day. Uh, this week is a good day. Actually, United won, you know, towards the end, had, had some good goals. So it's, a, it's a good week. The Liverpool draw points, you know. So yeah, it's a, it's a good week. Absolutely. It's a good week. So let's, let's, let's dive in. Today we'll be talking. Um, about Man City, Arsenal, AJ, we're giving a review. Uh, we'll talk about Van Dyke's injury, Chelsea's defending. We'll chat about the project big picture. A lot has happened about that. We haven't had time to get to it. And we'll do our new segment called the Weekly Awards. Egg on the face, kudos for the week and from the world of football for today. But before I start, let me tell everyone where you can find us. Facebook, Extraordinary Footy Fans. This video, the full video, will be on YouTube at Footy Fantasy. You can find us on Instagram. We have, we have short clips on there at Fantasy Footy. You can find us anywhere you find your, you get your podcast. It's the Footy Fantasy podcast, and um, you can find us on Twitter. Um, I'm always there. Come at me, Footy AD Fantasy. I'm ready for trolls. All the trolls, you can come. I'm ready anytime. You can find me there, and all our addresses will be at the end of the page. Uh, to get the exact addresses. So we're going to kick off with uh, the big Ateta energy slash Emery, because Ateta is, you know, this is tactics, it's, it's leaning towards Emery, Emery-like, Emery-like that tactics. <laughs> Pep Light, like they like to Not call even it. Close. Some people call it Pep Light, you know? So Pep was able to defeat Pep Light this, this weekend. Sure. <laughs> so tell us about the game, EJ. Look, <clears throat> Manchester City needed that game more than we did. They, they have not had the best start. In fact, this was their worst start to the season, and we were having our best start to the season. We had just beaten them in the FA Cup the last time we met. So they, they, came, they, they came ready. You know, they came scared. They were concerned that they would, you know, probably lose to us. They came out all guns blazing. I would say I was scared when I watched the match. And some people said the game was boring, but I agree. But we were just really pegged back. We couldn't even string passes in the beginning. So it wasn't, wasn't fun for Arsenal fans to watch. But you could still see that we maintained a lot of our defensive shape. Um, I would say that goal was a goal that 
didn't have to be um, conceded. You saw Leno pretty much parry the ball back out and then the ball came back in. So that game could have ended nil-nil. We had our chances. I think they had 13 shots on goal. We had 11 shots on goal when it was all said and done because the second half was much better than the first half for us anyway, for Arsenal. Um, I don't think the, they had five shots on target. We had three shots on target. So this was probably the best we've played them at the Etihad in years since we beat them in 2015, which is incidentally the last time we beat a top six play, um, team um, away from home. I don't think Arsenal fans should be too concerned. I, I think we, I think even after this game, we should still be optimistic. The only concern you can say we, we can have is that maybe our creativity is poor. And um, even though we, I said we had 11 shots on target compared to that, um, 11 shots on goal compared to the 13, we didn't, we, we didn't inspire a lot of creativity. And again, it's going to be hard to do that against a team like City, where you can't be, um, hold on to the ball, like they're crowding you. And that was their, their whole tactic to, you know, make us not, um, keep us away from the ball, which again, we did better. We held on better in the second half. Arteta played with his false nine, his new, it's not new. It's just something he thought that he could do. When you hear, um, when I listen to him after the press conference, it's something he thought that he could do to counteract um, City or exploit their little holes that they, they could have, that he anticipated that they would have. And it, it was a gamble he took. I'm okay with coaches taking gambles. So I'm not gonna say that he is Emery, the way we saw Emery do things that didn't work. And he was, I mean, Emery made changes during the match, like within 10 minutes of making the change, he'll make another one. Or, you know, he was, he was more of a tinkerer than we're seeing Arteta be. Even Arteta, I would say he stuck to, he stuck to kind of his formation for a long time before he even brought in Laka and Eddie and Ketia. So he's probably going to be a lot more resolute than um, Emery was. Um, and I don't think he's going to do it for all the games that he plays this season. So I think, I think Arsenal should be optimistic. I don't think we should be crying Arteta out yet. I think this is much as much as we're going to get from the game and we should probably not be too upset. I don't know any Arsenal fan that's like realistic that's crying about this right now. I think we'll be okay. In fact, I think City probably needs to be a little bit more scared even after this game, even though they won. I think it, they, they did play scared towards the end. Um, very narrow victory. I don't think they should be sitting comfortably at all. Mm. But yeah. Okay, so I guess you are not a Teta out here, like, you know, the level below, a Teta in between. Can we say that? A Teta forever. <laughs> a Teta forever? Until... CJ, they'll clip this though. They'll clip what you just a said. A Teta forever. A Teta I... forever. <laughs> okay, look, listen to this. I, I reserve the right to change my mind. For now, I've seen nothing <laughs> that should make me change my mind. So I'm a Teta. I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in. Okay, so what's forever, the forever suggests. <laughs> I know it sounds <laughs> no, I, no, no one's forever. I just mean that I'm not, I'm not even close to Arteta out. Okay, okay. What's, what's your minimum? I just, what's, what's your minimum expectation for this season? Has it changed? This season, yeah. top four. Top four for him. No, I, I, I expect us to be top four. I think we will, and I don't think a lot of people. Although I've seen some people say that we would be top four, I don't think a lot of people will expect it the way I'm expecting it. I just think, I think we can get there, but we do, I mean, it's five games in, we need to see more games, how he, how he plays the other teams. I do. I do. And we, we have, have party, party after party. Party, yeah. He, yeah, he, 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 party, yeah. yeah. After party. I was expecting like two, two goals and assists, man. You know, that's your marquee signing. Well, no, no goal assist. 
I was expecting that now because that's what I was talking about. Now, when you when everything my marquee player, oh, where's the assist and goals? They already counted, so we're counting for you guys too. No goal, no assist. It's already one game. <laughs> the agenda has started. It, it, Ag- agenda was eight agenda. minutes. Eight minutes. No worry. Agenda I get it. Agenda. I get it. No. Hey, yeah, agenda um, was agenda. I didn't write the we, rules. We, we need to see, uh, we need to see party for ninety minutes. Okay. We need to see party for ninety minutes. Okay. No make problem. a proper assessment. I think he did. A, I mean, he did what you could. Yeah, he was up for eight minutes. I'm I think he's a solid buy. Yeah, I'm, I'm jealous. Solid okay. time. Yeah, the GM can progress the ball. And my thoughts about Man City Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, I, I pretty much agree with everything you say, for sure. I, I think uh, Pep kept it simple. You know, this time around, he just kept it simple. You know, he just put the best players in their best position. That's what he did. He kept it simple. And because he kept it simple, he came out, okay, what's our weakness? Our weakness is at the back. So what am I going to do? I'm going to put three players at the back. You know, if I have three defenders at the back, Three of them cannot get overrun quickly, easily. So the last person I was always making all the recovery tackles was Walker. That's Walker's strength, you know. Yeah. If if you beat one of them one on one, at least second person can come, you know. So that's that's what he did. He played three in the midfield. I think the success of City, especially in the first half, but you're right. You guys still carved them open here and there, and their keeper was, was really good. I just think that probably one of his best game yes. I've ever seen. You know, those saves he made, the save against Saka and one other save. I can't remember. I think Oba He saved them against Oba. Yeah. But this, I think the secret to that performance was Bernardo Silva. You know, KDB was out, they were short in midfield. Bernardo Silva had one of these classic Bernardo Silva games, which is like when he played, I think when he played Liverpool two years ago, two seasons ago, where he was everywhere. Bernardo Silva was everywhere like yesterday. Mm. He was everywhere. He was running that midfield. He was cutting up from deep. He was breaking the lines. He was pressing. He was like a one-man army in that midfield. I'm like, wow. Silva can still play like this. So, yeah, uh, I think... We still don't have enough data, but for sure, a lot of my predictions are going to change now. It's really having that Aguero come back because mm-hmm. I thought he was out for longer. When I saw Aguero, I'm like, wait, I thought this yeah. guy was out to like November or December. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's like, what, starting Aguero? I seen Aguero back. I'm like, okay. It's what happens look. when they see Arsenal, they get fit. Seeing Aguero back, seeing Van Dyke, Liverpool lose Van Dyke <laughs> for the rest of the season. Mm. Uh, personally, I think a lot of my decisions are, have changed. So talking about Van Dyke, that's a good segue to, to Van Dyke injury. Uh, Choco, what are your thoughts about the whole incident with VR in, uh, casting out the goal? VR not picking up Van Dyke's injury. What are your thoughts, Choco? Um, I think it's again another uh, failing, big failing of the VR system. Um, it that there, there is no, I mean. I've heard I've heard that the, I've heard the reasons why they why they haven't gone back to it. One of the reasons, one of the possible reasons I've heard, I'm not sure how true it is, but how if it's not if it's been confirmed officially, but apparently because they they had made an, it was an, there was an offside decision and, and and it happened after that, they couldn't go back to it. But as far as I'm concerned, I that that was a dangerous tackle, and VAR is meant to say okay i think we think something has happened that's what that's why vr that's the essence of vr isn't it to say something has happened let's pause it and go back now the reason why i think that argument what i just said now doesn't even stand is it happened in the manchester united Newcastle game the penalty that marcus rashford got um 
they pulled the game back after um, they had awarded a uh, free kick to, to Newcastle. Yeah. If you if you watch that game, All right. a free kick had been awarded to Newcastle and the game was still pulled back for the penalty. to call a penalty right. for Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't get that argument of, oh, uh, because something else had happened before, um, we, we couldn't go back to look at it. I, I don't get that argument. Now, a brilliant and an instrumental p- player to Liverpool, who obviously are eternal rivals to me, but obviously put that aside when you're talking about issues like this. Um, it, they're going to lose for the whole of the season, probably. Most probably going to lose for the whole of the season. So it, at least the, the least they could have done was to have at least sent Jordan Pickford off for that game, which would have given Liverpool the advantage, or at least get the three points. Um, I think that's the least justice that could have happened for that tackle because that tackle in any game is in any game, not just game of football, was a dangerous and violent tackle. The guy basically clattered, clattered into the guy's whole knee and I actually, in fact, when I first saw it, I it was thought two his foot knee, up the leg. Off I thought the floor. his knee two was gone. Foot. That's yeah. what I thought. Two foot um, yeah, again, I think it's the VR feeling, and I think there are too many for me. I think with VR, there are too many gray areas, and VR is meant to take out all those gray areas. So I'm not sure it's fit for purpose at the moment. Because if VR is supposed to make certain things that have gray areas, then why are they now gray areas with these decisions? I don't get. I don't. I don't get that. Correct. So yeah, it's sad. It's sad, and obviously, if I were looking for an album, fuming. Because you know it costs us the game, to, it cost them the game. Sorry, to be honest. Because if you if if Pickford gets taken yeah. off, you know it's. I don't see how Everton would have would have stayed yeah. in that game. Held um, yeah. If they were one man. Uh, to add to it, I think apart from going back to the red card and looking at it, it should have been a penalty, just like you said. Like on the Manchester game, there were like two phases of play that happened. When Rashford was fouled, it was a throw-in, then it was a free kick, and they brought it back after two phases of play. Pickford should have gotten a red card and should have been a penalty. We've seen that happen so many times. I mean, the game before against Tottenham, right? It was like something else was happening. They were just standing in the box. They gave a penalty for that. Like, the ball was already in, was in corner kick. The phase of play wasn't active. Marshall slapped someone, you know? So it, it should have been, in my opinion. You know, so it, sh- it should have been a red card that should have been a penalty. That's, that's what should have been. Sh- Retractively, they should still ban him at least five games. Because that was a terrible tackle. Because both feet was off, off the ground. Yeah. I didn't understand why they didn't look at that. Yeah. Then the offside one, I don't want to think about that offside rule. I'm just like, come on. At some point, guys. At some point. <laughs> we're going to stop this. I didn't get that. <laughs> we're going to stop this hair, hairline, armpit thing. It doesn't make any sense. Like, <laughs> like every just like the normal eyes, even with the lines, it still looked on site. It's like okay, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of the season. Yeah, it's 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 comical. That thing is going to decide something very very critical in my opinion. This season, you know, it kind of almost you know messed up Sheffield last season. If you remember, you know when they had that thing, ball cross line, it, it kind of decided who stayed up. Think about it. Because if Villa lose that game, yeah. they don't stay up. They go um, down last year. 
Villa and Sheffield uh, during after but project it, restart. They said that, no. that wasn't that wasn't that wasn't VAR though. That wasn't VAR. That was goal line technology. That yeah, I'll go to goal line technology. Um, what's it called? Um, all that technology. Goal line technology. Yeah. Hawkeye, right? Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah, 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 I, I I don't I don't understand I don't understand that like we also I saw it I didn't want to add replay so EJ go ahead hmm. I was gonna say I think I mean at the danger of playing devil's advocate with BBD's health and I hope you know I hope he returns even sooner than we think um, because I don't think Liverpool I mean they've not won anything without him so I don't think they win anything without him this year um, but I don't know like if if we are if if the game is called, if a whistle's gone off for offside and you clatter into someone, how does the, how is that a penalty? I guess that's, that would be my question. If it's offside and it's, the whistle is gone, why any play that happens after that is dead, usually. Okay. I get it that, you know, you can, a corner is still, is pretty different from like a clatter that happened after an offside decision. I, I don't know. That's a fair point. And that's I get Martial, yeah. That one's just violent misconduct, unnecessary right. misconduct. I think and I was wrong about that. There was, no, there was no penalty out, out of this. That. I was wrong about that. One. For Marshall's there wasn't a penalty. Yeah, that so was a red. It was just a straight red card. Yes. Right, there wasn't. It was just a red. I don't know. That's a fair um, point. I think yes. Reckless, reckless um, by Pickford, and you know he was, and I don't know. I think that also. Even when we saw with Darlow with United's game, how he got injured trying to save the ball from Rashford. I would say for the last 15 minutes, he was unfit because he got hit in the groin and it was offside. And you don't blow it for offside because you want the game to finish. And maybe they need to reconsider that. Maybe you need to call offside so everyone stops. You know, I don't know. But then I know the, the opposite side of that is that you don't call the offside. They score and then you check it and it wasn't offside, then they have a goal. You know, it's very tricky. It but some of those yeah. plays, if you stop it dead earlier, yeah, you you don't get these collisions. And, you know. So stay with you. No, I agree. Yeah, that makes sense, to be honest. Stay with you. Chelsea, you know, the team you love to hate. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, they're defending. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like there's two faces. There are people like, oh, yeah, defense, defense. Our defense is this, this, that, this. Our keeper. I'm also of the part that at some point, you know, I saw the, some back and forth on Facebook where, you know, I think it was that I mentioned, oh, the, he mentioned like some exotic watch that they are attacked some exotic watch and he says their defense is fossil, means from fossil. And somebody said, are you sure it's not use that error? And I saw that everybody was trying to throw, but then I thought about it like, hmm, at some point we have to look at uh, Mr. Frank, Mr. Frank Lampard. And this transition, because they concede too many goals in transition. Concede too many goals too many. in transition. And it's like, hmm, hmm, at some point, you know, we have to we have to start looking at that, in my opinion. So what are your thoughts? These are my thoughts. Um, I, th I, th I think that's fair to um, include Frank 
Clampard as one of the people that needs to be looked at um, as far as like why they keep conceding these goals. Obviously, the personnel has to be um, examined, and they tried. They they got Mandy, he got injured, so that took care of that. Now they have to um, hang on um, use Kepa, which no no one is a fan of. I I would say even Frank Lampard is not a fan of him. Yeah. Um, and he was definitely playing scared yesterday. I, yeah, he's playing very low, low confidence. I feel bad for him because, you know, yeah. he came in very expensive tag a couple of years ago I, and I, just I, has not really lived up to. I think the, the most expensive. Okay, so I, I was even giving him benefit of that. I thought Allison was probably more expensive. No, but he's he more was. expensive he than Allison. Allison's, he broke Allison's record. Yeah, he did. <laughs> That's crazy. That's yeah, so... He's so so short on confidence. Yeah, he's a he's probably I mean he's probably a flop. And you guys had numbers earlier. We talked about this a little bit that he's faced the least third least amount of goals um, shots, shots on goal, last yeah. season anyway. Yeah. Um, and so shots on target, like shots on goal. So basically, yeah. he really faced that many goals compared to some other goalkeepers like my Leno and my um, Martinez last season, and still conceded as many goals as he did concede. And on pace to concede even more. If Any opportunity to be gone. And be Chelsea, goal. that we all have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's my little Chelsea, that we, we have Chelsea. I mean, most of us, most of us had Chelsea as far as like who's finishing top. We had Chelsea. We're not joking. We thought Chelsea would finish second at least. We thought that's, this is their year. That's that Frank is going to like. That's both. <laughs> that's who had them. Those yeah. that had them. Sure. I know. I know you didn't. You didn't buy into it. <laughs> I was like, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't fall for that trick. I put him at top. Yeah, though. I put him at top. Bernard and all these folks that they bought. Yeah. Okay. I put him so at top. I think they have a lot. They finished fourth last goals. season. They yeah. have enough goals to finish third. That's what I put yeah. them as at that time. Well, my. Do you think they still will overcome this? Well, I changed my mind. I changed my mind. I don't think they'll finish third. I think other teams will finish third, aka us. And they will finish maybe fourth, maybe fifth. If they could keep conceding goals like this, there's no way. Like, this is Southampton. And I get it. Southampton has, you know, they always try. Southampton is one of those teams. They always try to score. Um, they don't really care. But if you are opening the door for them, like Zuma is out there making these little mistakes that is like letting other teams in. That's Southampton. Ah, you're going to let other people in. I have a big be, shout about Southampton. I'm, a very, very big shout about him. About them. My big shout about Southampton is nowhere yeah, to finish. So. I, I think they'll finish middle table. But <laughs> I think their coach has to to, based on the resources he has, I think he's a better manager than Frank Lampard yeah. and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Mm. That's my opinion. On, yeah. on resources he has. Correct, yes. You have to that game against United, the way yeah. he coached, the way he, he coached, no, no, no. 100%. Mm. 100%. 100%. He's, he's better, better than coach. Ole. I'll take him. He's a better coach. Over Ole. He's a better coach. Mm. And he, even for his record, right, he took Leipzig to like third before um, this guy came to take over from them. Yeah, he took Leipzig to third. I think he reached third or second. Yeah. I can't remember. In Germany, before Nagelsmann came. Wow. So yeah, he's a good coach with his reputation. From Leipzig and Hoffenheim. So yeah, I, that's my opinion about that. So now we dive into project big picture. Let's not waste time on that. So I'll let... Uh, Choco, our financial experts in the building, kick this off. Give us a quick summary of what, of what um, it is. Yeah, what so your thoughts are. The, 
Yeah, so quickly, um, Project Big Picture is, uh, was a plan uh, by the top uh, to the 20, by Manchester United, essentially, and Liverpool, uh, and repair um, to fundamentally change the way English club football is run from top to bottom. Um, so the plan was to essentially um, restructure the premiership, uh, reduce it from 20 teams to 18 teams, and for all the lower uh, leagues, as the Championship, uh, League One, uh, Two, and the National League, and all of them to have 24 teams each. Um, they also <clears throat> wanted to change to the way broadcasting income is distributed. Um, they also wanted uh, to put forward a, a one-off rescue package of 250 million uh, to the EFL, which is the English uh, Football League, and 100 million pounds to gift to the Women's League and grassroots football. Right. Um, they also want the creation of the Women's League, independent of the FA and the Premier League. Um, so, and they also wanted changes. This is key. They, was, they also want to change this to uh, Premier League voting um, uh, power, so to speak. As, a, as it is right now, the Premier League has one, one vote for one club. So every club has an equally weighted vote in any decisions that have to do with the league. But they want to change that and give more powers to the top nine teams. And out of that, six of them would have, could veto any decision. Um, and yeah, a few other, a few other uh, plans, but those are the main plans that they wanted to come up with. They wanted to essentially change the way football uh, is run. And they say the claim, the claims are that they want to do it so that players will run, um, so players will play less football games. Um, so they wanted to scrap the, um, the Charity Shield and the um, English, um, the Carabao Cup, what we call the Carabao Cup, the League Cup. They want to scrap those two things as well. My thoughts on it are that some of it are good, some of their plans are good, and some of them are bad. Um, I think the plan to give themselves the power to determine who, you know, broadcasting rights in terms of, you know, how broadcasting money is, 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 is shared, the, 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 the who gets to buy what club or not, that is, I completely disagree with that. I think that is that is how cartels are formed. Um, I don't agree with that. So um, those are my thoughts on that part of it. Um, Manchester United fan, it will favor Manchester United, but I don't think that that's good for football overall. Correct. But I think that the plans to give money to the to the women's league, to lower league, I think those are good plans because some clubs are going to actually mm -hmm. literally go out of existence. You know, and we know how bad that goes. You know, I remember when Charlton was, was it Charlton? FC. I, I remember there was a club last season that was struggling and the players had to down tools because they're not being paid. And I, I was following it. I followed that story. I've forgotten, but it was a club in London, mm. but I don't want, that's on the side. Yeah. Well, you know how the toll it takes on the fans and all of that. So that's good. You know, grassroots football, it's good to invest in grassroots football. The reason why we have great coaches from Germany today is because they have an organized grassroots football that produces a ton of coaches. Correct. And that's why they have good coaches coming through. Like, it's like, it's like, um, so that's good. 
so my two issues is the money side of it, um, the ending of parachute payments for the clubs to be replaced with 25% for casting income is also good because it's higher. So currently, the parachute payment is, I think, is around 10% of thereabouts. But changing it to 25% of broadcasting income is good. But then the other side of it, one other thing I don't like is the whole concept of determining the big clubs saying that they want to be able to stream their games on their platforms. I don't think that's good for competition because the local, the local clubs will not be able to compete. A club like Brighton will not get 100,000 people watching their games on their platform. Whereas Manchester United will get 50 million people watching. Correct. Uh, Liverpool will get 100 million people watching. So I think that's unfair. I think that's going to create what we have in the La Liga right now, where you have literally the rest of the league suffering and then the top um, just holding on to power. Again, um, I think overall it's bad for football. Um, okay. I, I, I don't agree with the restructuring as well of the league. So, yeah, that, that's, that's some of my thoughts on it. Okay, we have four minutes left, so I'm not arguing. I, I, I agree with everything you said. We have just four minutes left on the pod. Uh, the only thing I'm going to add quickly is just say, I think it's hiding in plain sight. I think if you have 500 million or however amount that you have anyway to give the EFL clubs, why not give them? Because all these clubs in total spent over a billion in transfers. You know, this summer. So, if you had that money anyways to give it, why can't, why can't the whole premiership team to give it? You don't have to put a condition. Like, oh, we're going to do this for you, but this is what we're going to take in return. So, those are my thoughts. And maybe I'm just being a, when it comes to football, maybe I'm being a socialist. But I feel like football clubs should be social, should be social clubs, that, you know, social organizations. That's my thoughts about football club. Um, EJ. Also, on the, on the side, on the side, oh, sorry, quickly. I just wanted to quickly add this. On a sad and lighter note, it also means that Glazers are going nowhere because if they right. have this kind of designs, they're oh, not wow. planning to do this and they Manchester United. So for me, that's just... Yeah, I know. Yeah, I want to, I want to pretend like that's not happening yeah. yeah, I know. They're, they're not going anywhere. Okay, EJ, I know uh, we'll just jump straight to like weekly awards. You know, if you, only if you had any quick thoughts. Yeah, we have okay. three minutes left. Um, so my weekly award for sure goes to uh, egg on the egg on the face has to be VAR and Pickford for that horrible tackle, in my opinion. That's egg on my egg on the face award. Kudos for the week. Two. One goes to uh, Thiago. That no look pass. Oof. For me, when I saw that pass, I'm like, my goodness. That should have led to a goal. The no look pass <laughs> to Mane. He was looking somewhere and he's led. Like that's one. Yeah, that's then also the team the team goal by Manchester United. I think it was the third goal. Third or second Ooh, goal. Yeah, third goal. I think it was yeah, yeah. third. Yeah, I don't remember now, but I know that it was a passing sequence that involved Van der Beek, yeah. Mata, Bruno, Rashford, Bruno. I mean, that goal was it was mm-hmm. it was vintage Manchester United counter-attacking goals. It was good. That's those are my awards. Uh EJ. I think egg on the face for me would be. The whole Tottenham squad, squad for losing a 3-0 lead that they it's had that was bail. so comfortable when I left <laughs> that out of the house. <laughs> yeah, I on, stepped out of the house saying that, yes, they've won the game. And you I joined, came back you joined our club. And it's, I tapped FC. Uh, 
I, I'm part of this club. I love the club. I love okay. The, okay. I love welcome, it. welcome, welcome on board. That's, that's how I've operated my whole life. <laughs> I've always been against Mourinho, so I'm happy to see it. Um, uh, what's the other one? Kudos? Yeah. Honestly, I, I give kudos to the United team. I think, yeah, I, I think even Harry Maguire getting that goal to tie the, you know, after they got, all the goals were scored by United that game yesterday. So I think after the massacre they had last week, coming back from that, I think Ole Gunnar, uh, even putting Harry Maguire back in the squad, like just shows that, you know, he had, not that he had confidence in him, but I think he just wanted to make sure he didn't lose confidence in his, his captain. So I think I'll, I'll give kudos for the first time in my life to United as a team. For, uh, <laughs> uh, so they left it late, but they, even though I think they did it with the goalkeeper of Newcastle United uh, okay. playing on one leg for the last 15 minutes. But okay. they still get the kudos. Yeah, but, they made we it have less than a minute. In case, in case what it is. We have less than a minute. Uh, so for, for, for me, um, oh, sorry. Quickly. Just quickly, it's gonna go off now. I don't want it to go without you finishing. Yeah, yeah. For me, I, I got, I got the face for me was I did for me it was personal. It was I didn't want like many fans. I I, I wanted Maguire dropped, and Ole played him, and we won. And he played, and he, like you said, got us the equalizer. Um, yeah, you've already said my my kudos. My kudos uh, was that that goal, uh, the okay. Bruno goal, the team. Oh. I want to end it, sorry. We've come to the end, guys. Check us out. All our addresses are at the end of the pod.